live from the ESPN 690 and Jar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Yeah, so I was actually going to do something else, but in the, um, in the huddle, I think it was after the timeout, during the timeout, um, they talked about just doing bowling uh, as a team. And then Minshew had his interview the other day. I guess he was still getting the call, the play call, so that's why he wasn't in the huddle. But we discussed it as a team, as a, as a, a huddle, so I don't know what happened there. We got a very fun group, so yeah, we, we're going to get live in the end zone. LaVisca. The Terminator, Chenault. Yeah, we got you got that dance for him. Got that touchdown celebration. Not really a dance. I have it for him. Uh, I posted it this morning. I saw a lot of positive responses. With editing, too. A lot of uh, with editing. I featured, people liked it. I probably get sued from the editing, though, right? Probably. I'm sure, like whoever Lucas, uh, who, who made that? Um, not Michael Bay. Um, Oh, James Cameron. Sorry, James James Cameron. Cameron, I'm sure James Cameron's going to come knocking now on ESPN 690 Studios and sue me or something like that. Totally worth it, though. James Cameron also do like the Titanic? He did. Yeah. Good call, Brent. Look at you, Uh man. That's one of my my prouder moments right there. Check out the big brain on Brent right now, man. (laughs) I think you are. I think you are. We were just in the break. Austin, you can tell he's out of fight camp. In the break, he's eating Gardettos. All caution to the wind now, man. Which, by the way, I used to, in high school... Uh, oh, Mama Willie, my my good friend's mom. Okay, she would buy a huge bag of Gardettos from like Sam's Club, mm-hmm. and also Swedish Fish and Tootsie Rolls and a lot of Coke, a Coca Cola. Yeah, sure. I, I, <laughs> uh, so I drank a lot of soda. Now I drink yeah. Diet Coke. Yeah, I don't drink Coca Cola. That's very responsible of you, by the way. But uh, I drank a lot of Coca Cola, Tootsie Rolls, Swedish Ooh. Fish. And Gardettos. It's amazing you're still alive, bro. In, in high school, yeah, like yeah. a lot, like yeah. every day yep. after school at their house. So check this out, man. Um, when <laughs> I was we're a- ranking the Gardettos oh, pieces. ranking the Gardettos, yeah. The, the best part about ranking the Gardettos pieces during the break was trying to describe the what Gardettos they are. pieces. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because they're kind of similar, right? A little bit. You have a couple pretzel-looking guys over here. You're like the rye whatever. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know the circle thing that yeah. looks like a pumpernickel <laughs> kind of <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and I think what we all agreed here, um, regardless if you're more of the pretzel guy or maybe you're more like the breadstick guy, more of the breadstick guy, but the top, the first round draft pick, the surefire Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence pick has to be the rye bread. And mm-hmm. if it's not, and listen, I care about our, our listeners and our viewers a lot. Go ahead and find yourselves out right now. I, I'm getting ready to say that. If you don't like the rye bread as your favorite in the Gardettos, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Wow. That's serious. Serious. Um, it is the elite piece. I mean, is there even a question, Coos? That's why, you know, they make all, all rye bread bags, too, where it's just a bag of rye bread chips. That. Check it out, man. Google oh. it. Hey, it's going to eBay right now. Get a whole, get a whole <laughs> shipment We're worth. ordering that hey, for the room here. Hey, Coos, do we have video playing right now? Can I go on Amazon? We can get that. You know what's interesting is I think we took a hit here uh, from a, an Internet standpoint, so you might want to check it. Oh, yeah, look at that. It's, oh, okay. Well, yeah. oh, it was interesting as we are going to the break. My computer, like, froze. And then my phone froze. <laughs> and I'm on the Wi-Fi. Yeah. And now all of a sudden I can tell that I think the uh, video stopped. So we must have took some kind of little Internet pop here. Okay. Uh, in the last little bit. So it knocked everything off. Do we so we'll blame the, the PlayStation side. 5 or is that? 
Uh, it was right about the time the PlayStation 5 pricing came out. Okay, that, that may be it. By the way, I it get, broke the internet. I can get the Gardetto special requests all rye bread bag of uh, rye bread chips for six bucks right now off Amazon. Ooh, but it's not Prime, so it could take a while to get here. What is oh, it? It's gotta be Prime. Is it just? Oh, dude, yeah. The, you the, can... the all rye breads. Wow, you right? can do that. <laughs> reaction I've ever seen from Brent. Wow, I didn't so know they it. would do that. Right? How could you not? It's the best thing in that bag. I know it. Right? But don't you always wonder why they can't? Like, I always was like, why don't they do that? Why don't they take, yeah. like, everybody has their favorite piece. Yeah. Why can't you just make, like, a bag of that? See, I mean, it begs the question, though. Right? Like, varieties of Spice Alive, Brent. If would we it get be a, as good too much? Yeah, would it be too much? I want to find out. Do we, I, I'll get a bag. I'll, I'll get a bag. We'll try it out. Because... A part of me wants to say, like, what makes the rye bread so good is the fact you got those crappy pretzels in there sometimes that are just, like, dry, and it's like, so oh, it, good, rye yeah, bread again, right? I can't you know wait, what I'm saying? Right? I can't wait if to get that. If we have all rye breads, That's I don't, know, I don't know, man. I mean, I'll, I'm going to buy a bag right now. We'll, we'll try it on the air. But I'm saying, like, are we going to mess up our senses if we have just all rye breads? It might be the mix of it. This could ruin Gardettos for the rest of our lives. We'll see. Good for Gardettos. Yeah, oh, great. You know what's funny? Like, 20 minutes. I was just kind of putting everything on Twitter, right? And so yeah. I'm saying, hey, we're judging which or ranking the Gardetto pieces. Yep. And Gardetto's is on Twitter. Are they really? Yeah. Oh. Of all the things I didn't think would be on, like. Did you tag them? Remember the time, we, would we do the uh, uh, cheese puffs or crunchy when we were doing the, the flaming hot? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yep, the, the flaming hot, uh, crunchy, or hard. Yeah. Like the, what are they? Uh, what were those? Not free. Flaming hots. Flaming Hot Cheetos. Cheetos, okay. Yeah, Cheetos, Hot Cheetos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Cheetos was on uh, Twitter with a lot of followers, by yep. the way. Yep. So I was uh, impressed. Sorry, hey, but, back to the okay, NBA. Okay. Real quick second. Uh, okay, I know ahead. you're going to be distracted by your ordering no. of Gardetto. No, you're fine. We're good. But uh, you had mentioned something. Should we lose a little respect for Kawhi Leonard? Yeah. Didn't he build up enough of it with Toronto last year? I, I Don't you have well, – wasn't this – now, he, he wasn't good yesterday, yeah. but – doesn't it feel like more people are blaming Paul George oh, for mean, for not playing well and he's just not vanished. living up to it than Kawhi Leonard? You know, I, it, it will go to show, though, like if you think Kawhi Leonard is better, if you were one of those folks that thought Kawhi Leonard was better than LeBron, LeBron's been carrying yeah. teams for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard's a really good player, yeah, but he ain't LeBron James. And I think that's what it shows. I think it's that that guy's not going to carry you solely to it. Now, listen, I know you're going to say, well, Toronto, he kind of carried him. Yeah, but I don't know. You're not. You're sleeping on some of their players. Siakam, Lowry, those guys are I mean, good players. They're, they're so successful. Look at, I mean, they still had a pretty good run this they year. They still had a good run without him. And what was Siakam? You said uh, a second-team All-NBA guy this year? Correct. I mean, he's got some good players. Yeah. We didn't know their names as well, maybe. But I'm just saying, if you thought, that, if you thought Kawhi Leonard better than LeBron – I think this one goes to show me that he couldn't even get him to the finals and he had help with yeah. the Clippers. LeBron makes the finals like every year mm-hmm. and he's doing it again. And he's did it by himself like for how many years in Cleveland? For a long time. Yeah. Um, I see what you're saying here. The only disagreement I guess I have in the conversation of if Kawhi Leonard should get a lot more criticism is what, what do we pro- praise Kawhi Leonard for, though, Brent? You know, he's like probably the ultimate two-way player. Now, you could say Giannis Adetokounmpo is, but, I mean, Kawhi Leonard is right up there in that stratosphere of a guy who can score his own buckets but also play lockdown defense. All right, well, last night I watched Jamal Murray absolutely torch, um, you know, the, the Clippers. And one would think, well, okay, 
if Jamal Murray is the hot hand, he's been the hot hand the entire bubble, well, then why not put Kawhi Leonard on him? You know, and, and why not shut down Jamal Murray with Kawhi Leonard? You couldn't do that last night. Like, Jamal yeah. Murray was on a different a different level. You know, the guy was playing unconscious. So, with that being said, I mean, we watched a guy with Kawhi Leonard who's so good on the defensive side of the ball, and he's so good on the offensive side of the ball, and he struggled last night, and he struggled when the team needed him the most. Yes, Paul George is a great player. Yes, Lou Williams is a, is a fantastic scorer. Yes, they have the big guys down low. I get all that. And yes, Doc Rivers is a great coach, but... Kawhi Leonard was brought to the Clippers to be the leader of that team. Kawhi Leonard was brought there to say, you know what? When we play the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, I can shut down LeBron James. I can show him who the real MVP is, and I can go to work. And we didn't get to even see that because you couldn't beat the Nuggets. So I don't want to put all the blame on Kawhi Leonard because he's still a heck of a player. But I'm just saying for what he was brought there to do, um, from his skill set and also his leadership – we just didn't see that in this series against the Nuggets. How much of it comes on Doc Rivers, though? Oh, I mean, everyone's got to share some blame here. And, well, and go ahead. Well, and I would say, you know, the other part of this is you look at what he did with when he had Chris Paul, mm-hmm. Blake Griffin, you know, those guys. They never were able to get over the, the bump either. And now these guys, you know, couldn't do it in the first year. This is his third time that he's blown a 3-1 lead in yeah. a in a playoff series. You know, and at the end of the day, right, like, for a while, LeBron James couldn't do it himself, right? Like, Giannis can't do it himself. And even to prove Brent's point, Kawhi didn't really do it himself last year in Toronto. Now, he got all the love, obviously, as he should. But he had other players like Siakam on that team as well. Half of this blame, at least, has to fall on Paul George. Now, I I understand Paul George has been suffering maybe some mental stuff in that bubble, and, and, you know, he's probably not in the right frame of mind. And and you know what? And, And... I'm not going to roast him for that. You know, everyone kind of handles the situation differently of being in quarantine and things like that. But I'm just talking about from what I saw on the court, regardless of the mentality, Paul George didn't show up either. I mean, gosh, he was sitting inside of the backboard. You you could tell at the end of that game, things were getting tight for the Clippers. Correct. Because they looked like me trying to play for the Jacksonville Giants. (laughs) Uh, the by the way, the stream uh, is back up and running. Thanks, Kuz, getting it going. I think we, I swear we took like an internet hit here because my computer went crazy, my phone went crazy, and then all of a sudden the stream was off. So uh, we're back and running. Uh, you can check it out: Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Appreciate patience there. And if that happens, by the way, uh, you don't get to look at uh, lovely us uh, visually, yeah, which might be a better thing. You can check it out on ESPN690.com, of course, in your car. Ask Alexa as well to play ESPN690. Tune in app. Uh, in fact, had somebody tell me yesterday they listened on the TuneIn app from Michigan. Cool. How about that? So, do you know where in Michigan? Uh, hello, Justin. Uh, the I don't know. I okay. didn't. Oh, I well, actually, I probably do because he actually he bid on one of our silent auction items for oh, the right tournament. On. Right on. And uh, I'll find out. Cool. So I don't know exactly where. I don't remember, but he gave me his address so I can ship it to him. Cool. Uh, what he won. Uh, so we appreciate him supporting our event. Right on. As well. Uh, one last thing about the NBA, then we're going to get back to football, but is it easy now for LeBron? Seriously, I know nothing's easy. I get all that stuff, but come on. Now the pressure shifts to LeBron and Anthony Davis, right? I mean, they got the Clippers out of the way. Yeah. They better win, right? I mean, they already had pressure to win. LeBron does every year, but now it's like they better win. 
Yeah, I mean, they better for Listen, obviously right now the Nuggets are the underdog and the Lakers are the favorite. Just like last night, the Lakers were, um, so the Clippers were the favorite and the Nuggets were the underdog. But guess what, man? I'm telling you, Brent, and I said this yesterday. This isn't your traditional season of NBA basketball. This isn't your traditional playoff run of NBA basketball. This is different. And, like, you got to take everything that you realize about how a seven-game series works and just throw out the door. Now, yes, on paper, are the Lakers a better team? For sure. And I could probably make an argument and say they probably have the two best players of the series. But I can also make an argument and say, you know what, man? Is anybody playing better right now than Jamal Murray? And I can also make an argument and say, I get it. That Houston series, no one could stop Anthony Davis. Jokic could maybe not stop Anthony Davis, but he can probably contain him. And he's a crafty veteran who can get his own points as well. So with that being said, I think that the Nuggets actually match up pretty well against the Lakers. Who would you rather have, Luka or Joker? Ooh, Luka or Joker. I'm taking Luka. I, I guess it depends on the context of what you want them for, is the way I'll go, which is I know sitting Wait, on the fence games. in a way. But... <laughs> <laughs> what do you want, Brett? Do you want rebounds? Do you no, want no, 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 no. swag? Like, no, no, no. What if you're saying like about? building a building a team from start, I'm going Luca. But if you're saying making a playoff run right now, I'm going with the Joker because he's probably the best center in the league. All right. Well, I try to win right now. So you're saying so right now? So you think the Nuggets wouldn't be here if they had Luca over Jamal? No, over. If if no, over, he's saying because he because you're saying he would take Jamal's spot, right, Kuz? Well, that's yeah, that's what I'm asking. If it's uh, if it's Luca and Joker he's, for he's sure, yeah. 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 but you yeah. put him on shooting guard, it's fine. Because I would say yes, but I think I don't want that to sound like I'm saying. Yeah, Murray I get it do. because they're two different. I I understand, but um, you know what's interesting? From two different positions, they do this, a lot of the same things. Yeah. That's that's kind of what brought me to that. Yeah. I mean, everybody talks talks about their IQ, their vision, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, the offense runs through the Joker yeah. half the time. So uh, interesting. Are, I mean, are you gonna say you're sorry to the Nuggets fans out there for not for kind of doubting them yesterday? Like you didn't give them a chance yesterday. No, I didn't. Yeah, you uh, you're, you're pretty you're pretty mean. Like, if as a Nuggets fan, you mean like who? Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> hey, who's oh, the wow. Nuggets fan? I mean, listen. Have you ever met Brent, a Denver Nuggets fan? Brent, have you ever you be, met Brent, a Denver Nuggets Brent, fan? You be. Oh man, now I'm setting up for this one. You be nice have to you those ever? lovely. You be nice to those lovely people in Denver. They got a lot going on. Obviously, there's a lot of CBD running through those vans. A little the, calm the, 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 right the, now. There's a lot of THC. They haven't understood yet that they probably are going to the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> when they come down off their high, they'll understand it tomorrow. But show them some respect, man, because they're basketball fans, just like everybody else. Just a baby. A little higher. Yeah, yeah, they had big temperature drop last week too. 101 degrees to snow in the same day. Know, How man. crazy is that? But that, that happened. Nuts. That's what happened to us when we went out there to see the concert. That's right. It was like 80, and we woke up the next morning. And there's two inches of snow, snow on the ground. Can it I, was May. Can I repeat the question though? Yeah. Do you have you ever met a Nuggets fan? A Denver Nuggets fan, not a Chicken McNugget fan. <laughs> a Denver Nuggets. Fan. Like in person? In person? Yeah. I've seen I mean, people like, wear seen the Carmel Allen Iverson Denver Nuggets yeah, shirt. I saw, saw Camaro Anthony in that. Jersey quick. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know think it. I have, man. I don't think I've but, ever met one. But, but to be fair, though, I mean, if we're on the topic, I think they have some of the best, like, what do they call them? This road? Or no, what is it? This swingman jerseys? Like the, the, the city jerseys or whatever? You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Dude, what you're talking about. Dude, those black with the rainbow? I might have to get one. Pretty sharp. I might have to get one, man. Those are clean. I was surprised when we went out there, um, and maybe it was the time of the year, but 
in terms of like billboards, it was all basketball, like out in Denver. Really? Yeah. yeah. They got a lot to do out there in Denver. I mean, sports-wise, too. I mean, they've had some success over the year. This Denver team, I went back and looked, seriously. Last year, they finished first, right? Uh, two, three years ago, they actually had a pretty decent record. Mm-hmm. And the previous two years of that, Malone, you could tell, was trying to rebuild it. Yeah. And they did. I mean, they weren't atrocious, but they were on the other side of 500. And then they've slowly upticked to here. I mean, they it's been a good build, but quietly. I mean, It goes, can, can, it goes to the chemistry part, though. It goes back to the chemistry part. Is You just let these guys play together for so long, and then you get the right two pieces, and now it's clicking. I know Denver not, Nuggets fans now are going to be like, well, yeah, have you ever met a Jags fan? But the answer to that is yes, you have. Yeah. That's my point. Like, yeah. you have seen Jags. You see see Jags fans yep. like at the draft. We're, see Jags we're fans very ever- alert and not yawning the whole time. We're very <laughs> alert and in your face. Yes. Oh yes. So like... I, I, I'm not trying. I'm just serious. Like, I I've never the, met a Nuggets see, fan. I want the Nuggets to win now because I want to see that victory parade. I I want to see all hundreds <laughs> of Nuggets fans. will be able to. There'll be clouds everywhere. Stone out of their mind at Taco Bell. Like, oh, man, we're missing the parade. Hold on. Let me get over there. Yeah, yeah I can't wait. Is that the wildfires leaking <laughs> over to Denver or... I really, um, I do think, I do think it's going. By the way, the the Lakers Nuggets game. I think it's going to be six or seven games, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to be a, a very close win for probably the Lakers. But I wouldn't be surprised if it bounced. I'll, Nuggets I'll, go, I'll give my prediction later uh, later on in the the week here. Okay. Yeah. By uh, the way, Justin, listen in from Kalamazoo, Michigan. That's nice, Kalamazoo. So uh, shout out to Justin. Uh, thanks for listening to the show on TuneIn app. See, you can do it on all these different <laughs> platforms. Do you be listening to De- from Denver anymore? <laughs> not, not anymore. Those days are gone. Those, <laughs> those endorsements nice are gone. Last, yeah. yeah. Well, I can't do any endorsements from there anyways. So it's all good. Hey, how about uh, listening? You know, see this. Kuz, you got that, Kuz. Let's see. All right. It. How would you say, and I mean this with all due respect, I'm just being honest. Brent, I want to give him a shout somebody. out. Here we go. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. How do you say XO? Was that Zoe? That's a name. First name. Yeah, Zoe. Or it could be or, just... Uh, hug, hug and kiss. Would Ox? it be a name or is it XO Morales? Like, as that's kind of like the, the Twitter handle. Okay. Do you think it's a name? Like Zoe? Or just a Twitter handle? Um... I'm sorry. Where are you seeing this at? You're seeing, you're seeing is on Twitter. It a guy or a girl? Yeah, I don't know. But I'm asking for real re- because he asked, "Is your stream off or she?" Yeah. Uh, and I said, "Yeah, I think we took an internet hit." And then they responded back, said, thank you. I was freaking out. Big fan from San Diego. See, Yay. I want to give him a shout out, but I want to say the name right. Um, I mean, it could be an executive officer, too. That's a abbreviation for executive officer, honestly. Is it really? Yeah. All right. Well, Exo oh, Morales. Yeah. What? Yeah, well, they what? commented their name, but that doesn't really help us. <laughs> <laughs> didn't help. Oh, and we just lost a fan. No, that's well, good. We I want to give a shout-out. No, no, that's no, pretty no, good. Really? Like, what Brent saying mean? how to say it, yeah. the person commented their name, yeah. but that doesn't help us because we don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to check it out. I'll check Brent out can pronounce it. Brent can pronounce it. I can pronounce it. You're yeah. saying you can't pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it's the same as it's the same person, I assume. It's on YouTube, so it's just the the name that you're saying you're trying to figure out how to... Ah, I got you. I got you. Uh, but anyway, shout out to San Diego. I like that, man. We're Michigan, yeah. And hopefully nobody's listening in Denver. Yeah. Brent, you got his pronunciation. After we come back from the break, you got to pronounce this guy's name correctly. I, I will, hopefully. Uh, we appreciate him listening either way. Yeah. All over the country, all over the world. Is that crazy to believe sometimes that people are listening to us in San Diego? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. But I, I know, like, we got there's Jags fans that have gone, like, uh, Justin, who's in Michigan, his family lives here. And so he lives in Michigan now. So I think there's a lot of Jags fans that jump in cool. and want to stay connected to the team, especially. And, uh, well, you can get us all over the globe. We're everywhere. We got our Australian friends. We can't Remember be stopped. Remember we had in Italy? Yep. We had, uh, obviously, we have uh, England. We can't be stopped. Um, I mean, we have Camden County with Duval Doom. Yep. <laughs> That's worth <laughs> something, right? Yep. All right, Johnny. I- 
I've been watching the uh, the Padres game actually, and it looks beautiful in San Diego right now. Oh, jeez, like, we watched the never Padres. Before. Yeah, it's no, never been beautiful just, before dude, in San Diego. Me, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, tell, tell us more, Captain Obvious. Hey, uh, Jeff Goodman saying breaking news: Division One Council leading to approve November twenty fifth start date for college basketball. Meeting still ongoing, so it's not one hundred percent done yet. Uh, college basketball going to start up November 25th, apparently. We'll see what happens with all the bubble talk. We know this, and we've, I've been basically told this. There will not be another year without college basketball in terms of March Madness in the tournament. They can't, can't afford, afford it. it. Oh, Jinx, you owe me a yeah, soda. They cannot yep. afford it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that won't be the case. Big Ten comes back. Right move? Good move? What's yeah. your feeling when you see it? I mean, my first thought is... Oh, welcome back. Thanks for joining the party. You know, you guys should have never left in the first place. Good job. So, like, obviously my mind goes to making fun of the Big Ten. But at the end of the day, and it's what I was so critical about in the first place, is I don't care about, you know, the the, the money that they make or the presidents. and All I care about is a student-athlete, right? And I care about the student-athlete getting a fair shake, whether it's in the SEC, whether it's in the Big 12, or it's in the Big Ten. I want every athlete to have every advantage as possible. So with that being said, the Big Ten athletes were at a humongous disadvantage not being able to play during the regular season of the fall. So when I the news is announced now they're going to come back in October, I'm, I'm a fan. You know, like, I mean, yes, the, the Big Ten may have made a mistake, and I don't care about that right now. All I care about is that these athletes are going to have an opportunity to showcase their skills on film and obviously have an opportunity to play the game that they love and have a scholarship from that. And with that being said, I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm not hating the Big Ten as much as everybody else is. I understand it's, it's you put everybody on blast these days, all that stuff. I, I told you so. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think we've told anybody anything yet. The SEC hasn't even played a game. We've played, like, Two weeks of college football. I don't think anybody's been told anything yet. And, and while I think the ACC and SEC and Big 12 are on the right track, and I actually think the Big Ten coming back here and playing some football in some way, shape, or form is the right move, I don't know if we know what the right answer is. So, I mean, we're going to say it today, and we're not culpable or, or really responsible if we say on Twitter, ah, Big Ten, you bunch of losers, you should have done this the whole time. I don't know. What they shouldn't have done is they shouldn't have canceled it when they canceled it. It didn't make sense. That was idiotic, quite frankly. Frankly, Not that they did cancel it, but when they canceled it. Then they wouldn't have to sit here on September, whatever, 16th and bring it back. They could have waited until September 16th to cancel it. Mm -hmm. That was my whole rub with the Big Ten all along. I was like, what are you doing? Why right now? It just showed a, a colossal disconnect, I thought. Uh, from president to AD to football coach to everything else. I mean, you had more time. Wait for that time. What is the Pac-12 going to do? Well, and the Pac-12 is interesting here. They've been. This is why I think they're different. They're different on a couple of fronts. One, they have been, if I'm not mistaken, and quite frankly, I've lost a lot of track of the coronavirus scoreboard, okay? Mm-hmm. But they have been on the very, very conservative end of getting back to normalcy. Mm-hmm. In California, right? Fair enough? Correct. Uh, so on top of that, they have a big problem on their hands right now in terms of a natural disaster with these wildfires. I mean, that's a serious thing going on. Like, oh, yeah, I, don't I mean, understand there's wildfires that go on all the time. Yeah. But if you read a little deeper into that, this is like historic proportions, and it's not slowing down. I mean, they almost had to move the San Francisco game because the air quality was so bad. And they just canceled the baseball game yeah. last night. This is a big issue. So I think they are dealing with a lot of things right now. What's interesting to me about the Pac-12 
is they were so less vocal than the Big Ten. <laughs> the Big Ten almost kind of was trying to tell you that, hey, we know the right way to handle this thing. The Pac-12 wasn't doing that. It, didn't, it felt like the Big Ten was kind of pounding its chest. We're going to tell you how it should be done in college football and college sports. Yeah. We're the leaders of this country when it comes to college athletics. That's what it felt like. I'm not saying they no, did. That's what, that's what it, it felt like. That's what it was, Brem. The, the Big Ten was essentially like the, the kid that, like, you know, he's the troublemaker and he takes you along and you're just guilty by association. Yeah. The Pac-12. And so much so that athletes and parents started knocking on their door, including yeah. right here in Jack, Sean Wade, who plays for Ohio State, who yeah. now has opted out this week. And now he's quite, you just heard the update. Is he going to play? Is he going to stay out? Uh, but I just didn't feel like we got as much of that from the Pac-12. I felt like it was very quiet. I kind of liked the way they handled their business. And I will say what I said about the Big Ten. If they want to reverse course and say, hey, we think it's cool to come back to, then do it. That's fine. Like I, I, I'm not going to blast people for changing their mind. Uh, we blasted the Big Ten enough when they then they made the decision early, and I kind of feel like the Big the Pac-12 was probably in that, uh, that they shut things down so early. Why so early? I'll give you a little criticism for that. But if you want to now say, hey, more evidence is out. We're seeing other people do it. Um, we can do the same thing the Big Ten's doing. But again, I think their situation's a little different because of the wildfires going on and because of just the way most of that area, California especially, and I, and I know I just mentioned in California, not everybody in the Pac-12 was in California, but it's a big part of their, their footprint. Mm-hmm. And so I think with all that going on, uh, they might be a little bit more hesitant. We'll see where it plays out. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. To answer your question, what, do, what does happen? I don't know. I don't know what happens with the Pac-12 uh, next. What's interesting is, like if you're Sean Wade. Sean Wade's a top 15 pick. He's from Trinity Christian right here in Jacksonville. He's one of the best corners in the country. Plays at Ohio State. And they were, his dad was vocal. I think went up uh, to the Midwest and and kind of knocked on the door of the Big Ten, one of the parents, right, yeah. and, which they wanted explanations. They no, wanted communication. Sure. And now, like over the weekend, while the rumors of this vote was going on that it was going to happen, Sean opts out mm-hmm. and says, I'm going to get ready for the draft as a top 15 pick. And many athletes have done that. Well, now what? Do you opt back in now that you know your season's going to conclude in December? Should he? Should he stay out? Would you play? Justin Fields is excited. He was on Twitter mm-hmm. and said, let's go, baby. Yeah, He's still doing it. If you're Sean Wade and you're going to be a top 15 pick and you've already said, you know what, I'm opting out, do you get back in? So this is a situation here with Sean Wade where if you're going to be a guaranteed top 15 pick, then I'm not going to fault you for opting out. Because keep in mind, regardless right now if the, if the Big Ten's coming back or not, which they are now, but we'll see. I mean, once again, we don't know how – this whole season's going to shake out still. But, like, I don't think teams are going to knock Sean Wade. He's like, you know what? I made my decision already. I'm getting ready for the draft, so I'm going to sit this out. Like, I, I I can't see teams at the combine going, well, why don't you go back to your team? You know, like, I just can't see that scenario playing out. So with that being said, I mean, if it was me, I would go back for sure. But I can see the fact that if he's already made his decision, and I'm sure that was a, that was a hard one, he's not going to go back on it now. But it's like I said, I mean, if it was me, I'd definitely go back and play college football. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know. I'm just trying to think Regardless what, of what, I was getting what, what I didn't understand, and I said this to the guys on the sports office, I was like, why Why did he decide right now? Like, you knew a vote was on the horizon. Was it kind of like, hey, if you don't vote, I'm, I'm opting out? Uh, was it, tre- it, it yeah. seemed to be trending toward the Big Ten coming back. So yeah. I think it's not like he opted out three weeks ago and said, okay, if we're not going to play, I'm not going. 
he actually opted out during a time when it looked like there was momentum for the Big Ten to say, hey, we're going to play. Yeah. So that's what's curious on my end when it comes to Sean Wade. Maybe he just said, you know what? I'm not risking this stuff. I'm going to do what the other guys did, the Virginia Tech guy and, every, and some others, mm-hmm. and said, it's, it's not worth it either way. Uh, I'm going to opt out. My draft stock's pretty high, and I, I'm not going to lose my draft stock uh, going to play an eight-game season. That's quirky. Exactly. Yeah, it's quirky. And who's to say, like, listen, I mean, we've talked about it before on the show. It takes a while to get back in game shape. Who's to say he doesn't go out there week one and all of a sudden he has an unfortunate injury? Like, those things can happen. So I think, you know, playing it safe if he wants to, I'm not going to fault that from him. Obviously, it's a business decision and it's a business of millions and millions of dollars. So do what you got to do. Take care, take care of yourself if you want to. We'll see you in the NFL. Yeah. Welcome back, uh, Big Ten to college football. It will take place, uh, third week of October, October 23rd, 24th. Eight-game season, no buys, uh, and uh, they'll finish up December 19th and now be involved. I I tell you, once again, I said this earlier in the show. I wondered when the presidents made this call because I'm a believer that football coaches might be the most powerful people on college campuses, at least at some of the big, big, big schools. Mm -hmm. And the presidents kind of said, hey, Brent, you're wrong. We hold the power. Mm -hmm. We don't care about football in this sense, when it comes to this kind of stuff. Ah, about a month later? Yeah. After a lot of hemming and hawing and guys like Ryan Day being out in the public and complaining about it and then backing off and Nebraska complaining about backing off, it shows me again that at the end of the day, there were a lot of conversations in the last month, is my guess, that if these guys play down south and we don't, we're going to pay for this for years to come. Correct. And you know I why? think the football guys won yes. over the presidents. Because it's the power of money, Brent. At the end of the day, money makes the world go round. And you thought you had a good thing going there until you realized how much money those head coaches can bring in to universities. So with that being said, yes, college football head coaches have a lot of power because they generate a lot of money. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's what won the day. Big Ten is back in college football. Now Ohio State's back to being the number two team in the country. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Glad to have you in the mix. Glad to have you along with us. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. One segment to go. A little wrap up uh, with some Jags talk. As we usually start the show, we'll end the show uh, with that as well here on a Wednesday. No. Never heard of what happened in Iowa yesterday, and I don't even know how to pronounce the name of it. Derecho. Austin Lane. Iowa State Cyclones. You should call them the Derechos. You can shorten it up, call them the Chos. Why not, man? I'm into it. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Yeah, Miles is a guy ever since I've gotten here. You know, you realize when he's out on the field, he's different. Uh, he moves so well, so fluid. Uh, for a linebacker, and I think, I think it also helps him having Joe out there. I think those two work really well together, um, and I'm excited for both of them as they lead kind of the defense. Um, both of them are really good players. Miles, you know, Miles played incredible, and uh, he's really grown as a leader uh, as a leader too. That is Gardner Minshew. From today, a lot of people talk today, by the way. Jay Gruden, Doug Marone, Gardner Minshew, LaVisca Chenault. Waiting for him to approve the bingo card. <laughs> we got shout-outs all talks. over the country today. And so we're discussing this earlier and trying to figure out pronunciation. We're going to give it a shot. You you said I had to figure it out. Figure after. it out, Brent. Yep. Might have cheated a little bit. 
You, I mean, you, yeah, you cheated, but it's okay. That's but it okay. doesn't mean I'm right. Doesn't mean you're right. Doesn't mean I cheated right. This is Does an it? open book test. Hey, I mean, if you cheated, you got it wrong. That's probably even worse on you. Just saying. So I think it's social. Social. Is that what we're going with? That's what I'm going with. Dare Ungumbawale. You're going social. You're going social. 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 Final answer. Final answer. You're going to lock that in. And she lives in San Diego. Yep. And she's a big fan Mm -hmm. of the Jags. Mm -hmm. That's how I found you guys, she says. I keep looking for a TV show or radio station or YouTube channel with Jags content since ESPN and Fox barely talk about the Jags. (laughs) So, social. So chill. Their I hope I said game. your name correctly. Yep. We did some research. Feel free. We to, appreciate you jumping in and listening. Feel listen. free to confirm if you want to confirm it on our, our chat. Or if we if Brent said it right or not. If he didn't, I apologize. It's difficult sometimes with Twitter handles, so you never it's know pressure, what people man. are going. Oh, I know. What, is it names? Is it is it something that means something well, to them? Well, half of them you can't even read because oh, they're inappropriate. Yeah, very true. Yeah, I usually because, don't read because them. Because the button will be pushed. Uh, and by the way, Brandon Bush says he's uh, listening from Saratoga, New York. Man, we're everywhere, Brent. Saratoga. Nope. That's no, a little, uh, you don't got me in this little one. jingle for the uh, tra- horse racing up there. <laughs> Love Saratoga. What do you mean? That's what I'll go. What? Saratoga is one of the best places on earth. You should go sometime. But there's a horse jingle? Or well, is it, it's it, like a commercial? Well, that's where horse racing is. And so okay. leading up to the meet, Sarah... uh, they, it's called a meet, right? And uh, It's called a okay, race meet. Well, right? it is, but it's yeah. called a yeah. horse meet. Horse meet. Horse racing meet is what they call it. I got but, you. Um, and there's a bunch of races. Okay. But they stay up there for like six weeks. I think they actually do like eight weeks now up there. And highlighted by the Traverse Stakes... Sure. Uh, which Sounds one of the big like races. a real thing. Yeah. yeah. I'll take a word for uh, it. Tis the law one home home cooking. Ah, okay. Uh, this year, but so le- the commercials, right? The New York. Uh, why am I missing it now? New York uh, Horse Racing Association. Okay. It's not what it is. But <laughs> yeah, Naira. I was gonna say. <laughs> no, no, New York Racing it, Association. With a lot of conviction. No, no, it's Naira. Na- okay, New York Naira. Racing okay, Association. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're just like. I don't know, the New York racing, whatever, let's just keep the story going. I got you, I got you. Uh, So, anyway, they have a a commercial, and they used to have a commercial that played interview. Saratoga. And Steph sings it, like, all the time, and (laughs) she loves it. I want to hear it now. (laughs) Almost as good as the Jacksonville Suns old one. Yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah, I got to find the Saratoga. Yeah, we got to find that. That was not good singing on my part, but uh, you'll get the whole man. You're good, you're good. Uh, (laughs) A lot of fun here on a Wednesday. We shouldn't do roll call like every day for 15 minutes. Let's get it. Like, where's everybody listening? Hey, from? we got us from. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh, we appreciate you listening, though, for sure. Uh, Jaguars on a Wednesday. We talk a lot about the Titans and the Jags coming up. Mm-hmm. Do you feel any better about their chance to beat them? Again, this is more Thursday, Friday. We'll do picks and all that stuff. We'll get yep. more of the conversation. But, like, I don't. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't. Mr. Like, Sunshine and Rainbows? Yeah, it's it's really weird, right? Uh, I I did think they could beat the Colts. Yeah. One matchups matchups play into it. You know, Mitchu and company were really interesting on that topic today. They haven't won in Nashville since 2013. Uh, I thought Mitchu had a great explanation about it being a little bit superficial. It's just kind of one of those trends. It, it doesn't put any stock as a player. That team, yeah, a lot of guys on that team have no idea. I know, that. but what is it, right? And and so when especially when you go in a bad way and and. Before you don't just dismiss those kind of things, the Colts hadn't won since 2014, and they didn't win up here again, and they were heavily favored. Good point. So there are trends in sports for some reason, mm-hmm. and 
the Jags and Titans, yes, they've beaten them, but they haven't beaten them up there, and they've gotten their butts whooped up there quite a bit. So that scares you. Mm-hmm. You know, when you've been around here long enough, that scares you. Those kind of trends do scare you. There's a reason for it. Uh, I just don't know. I, I feel like this team will be inconsistent at times. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that that's the makeup of a young team. They had a great performance early on, surprised everybody. So good. And, and they will have more good performances. Just don't know against a seasoned team, a team that really didn't play well and got away with a win and now is going to play on their home turf. And you know, There's a lot of factors here now. The Jags are going to go on the road. I haven't done this. There's this whole COVID stuff still working. It's The roads are even a different animal. Mm-hmm. So I just don't feel that great about this one. Now it's Wednesday. By Sunday, I'll probably have them winning 42 to Walking 10. Walking on sunshine, baby. <laughs> but well, keep I just in mind, too, the Titans are on, they're on a short week notice here. Right? They I mean, are, but eh. Yeah. It's early in the season. You tell me short week in, in November, I might yeah. put a little more stock into it. Listen, I think, once again, and I've been very adamant about this, I understand this is a different type of year and a different type of feeling, but I just can't go based off one week. right? Like for instance, the Browns got absolutely mollywopped against the Baltimore Ravens, right? Well, my prediction for this game tomorrow with the Browns versus the Bengals is I think the Browns are going to dominate. I do too. I think the Browns defense is going to come out ticked off and be yeah. like, no, we're not going to let Joe Burrow come into our place and beat us. I think so So I too. think the Browns are going to dominate. One would think, though, like, listen, Bengals almost beat the Chargers. You know, Chargers should be pretty good this year. Joe Burrow almost let them do a victory. So people got to like the Bengals. I just think that you can't get too wrapped up in one week. And with that being said, do I feel better after I saw the Colts game? Do I feel better after Tennessee struggled a little bit? I'm, I'm in the same boat as you right now, Brent. You know, and, and I'm more of the, the realist, I guess, of the group. I just think that you can't base it all off one game. I still know what Tennessee's going to try to do. And with Jacksonville, it comes the question, can this young team live up to the expectations to try to go, you know, punch for punch with probably one of the most physical teams in all of football? Yeah, I, I I think all those things catch up to you. It'd be a pleasant surprise to see the Jaguars win. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's fair, by the way. This isn't like, oh, and I, I really doubt your Jags. You, you, that was a fluke thing. I don't really think that was fluky. I don't. I think it does change week to week. But I also think there's an element of this. All right, now, listen, you, you're not that good on paper. You have deficiencies. You got beat up in the secondary a little bit. Mm-hmm. This team has owned you. You've got to you got to prove it to us, too. This isn't like, hey, we don't believe in you, Jack. This is like, you got to prove it to us. We've been around the block now for a bit. Yeah. And it, it might be, it's one of the, again, we just talked about it a little bit with the Clippers. It's the task that the 2017 Jaguars had, really 16-17, as they built that team, is to change the vibe. Not just change the culture, change the vibe. And, and if you want to say culture, then it's more not what's in the building, winning culture versus losing culture. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? It's a tough climb man that is a tough climb that's what was so special but then they couldn't continue it so they didn't really change it they actually were just part of it Mm -hmm. it was one blip it was fluky it was everything everybody every hater said it was just this one-off thing well now this group is kind of tasked with a similar thing now with less expectation to maybe go and advance deep but they could change a lot this could be one of those things like college programs talk about Mm -hmm. where like i always say about clemson i think clemson changed when they beat Ohio State in the Orange Bowl years ago. Now, they didn't win the national title that year. They didn't – I don't even remember what they were. I had to be pretty good at the Orange Bowl. But, you know, they won that game. Yeah. And to me, that's when Clemson's 
culture changed. The vibe at Clemson changed. And then they had to go do one more thing, and that was win the national title. And now you see where Clemson's at. But I think, and, and Clemson might fans, by the way, know their program way better than me, they might go back and say something else. But from the outside looking in, when they beat Ohio State, Ohio State in the Orange Bowl in a big bowl game, I was like, okay, now that might be an arrival moment for Dabo Swinney, whatever he's built up. Yeah. I don't know what this franchise looks like in another year, two, three, but if it starts to trend up, I would think you have the potential to give credit to this group of players for kind of changing that, building that foundation uh, that it might become. College and NFL is different in that sense, but around here it feels like you need a little bit of that college kind of mentality to change what has been a horrendous decade and a half. Listen, you, you... Nothing wrong with the college mentality. I agree with you there. But with the college mentality comes with the college coach, right? And, and it all falls on the coach to turn everything around. And listen, we still know this right now. I mean, listen, you're off to a good start beating the Naples Colts. But can Doug Marone, can Dave Caldwell, can they maintain their jobs? Can can they see this vision through if this team only wins maybe five or six games a season? Now, maybe, who knows, Brent, maybe the Jaguars surprise us. They win eight, nine games, and we're dancing in the streets. We're playing all the jams, and you're leading the parade, man. This is This is your moment to shine, and it's all you. Maybe the Jaguars do that, or maybe they don't. Maybe it's a five-win season, maybe a four-win season, and we're sitting here talking about what do you do with the front office? What do you do with the head coach? Because keep in mind, like I just said, I mean, you can have great players, and that's fantastic, but if you want to match that Dabo Sweeney and that Clemson kind of program, the kind of that feel a little bit, you have to have the coach. You have to have the management in place. I understand what you're saying, but I'm telling you this. It doesn't necessarily equate to wins when you start to change it Mm. all the time. Uh, I give you again, I look at examples like and it doesn't mean that guy that those front office folks have to stay and follow through. They might have helped turn it even though they didn't see the rewards of it. Hmm. Like I, I we say that about the Gators right now. Like they cha- you know, the guy that changed things at, for Florida was Will Muschamp. Mm-hmm. He changed kind of the way things were being done in Gainesville. In hindsight, now people are more willing to give him credit for that. Now, they didn't win through another coach. It took three years or whatever of McIlwain, and then you end up going to Mullen. But some of the foundation of that, I think it if you're at the school, we'll say it started with Will Muschamp. I think the Chicago Cubs are a lot like that. Mm. They had like Renteria as their manager, and then they went and got Joe Madden. But the the... The young players had kind of helped change what the Cubs, they started it. You know, they started some of that change, and then Madden took it to, like, this next level. You could say the same thing about the Eagles and Andy Reid. Andy Reid was very successful in Philadelphia, but never won the big one. Doug Peterson comes in, and they win the big one. Now, I mean, it's under kind of the same coaching tree and stuff like that, but obviously Doug Peterson had his own thing. He had his own characteristics that he brought to Philly, and he won a Super Bowl. Hey, uh, update, by the way, on the coronavirus testing. I'm really interested to see in the NFL through September 12th. That was the day before the game. They'd only had two new confirmed positive tests among players and five new confirmed positive among other personnel. The interesting one is going to be the next week that comes out because that's when people started traveling and playing. Now, this did include that Thursday night game, maybe. But after that, we want to see the numbers. Check this out, man. Uh, Shout out to Samurai Noodle. I'm listening to you guys every morning from Japan. I'm a UWSP grad. Love Central Wisconsin stories from Austin. Yeah, somebody in Japan listening to us. What's up, Steven's Point, by the way? Hey, uh, don't forget to go vote for our High School Athlete of the Week, brought to you by Honda The Avenues, ESPN690.com. Uh, if you're a Creekside fan, if you're an Ed White fan, if you're an Episcopal fan, you might want to go there, ESPN690.com. Our Athlete of the Week, brought to you by Honda The Avenues. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow, ESPN 690.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.